Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen to the King James Radio Network by downloading the Spreaker app to your phone or tablet. Spreaker is spelled S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. You can find it in the App Store on your iPhone or on Google Play for Android users. North Brunswick Raiders football is sponsored by the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association. For more information, log on to www.ndbsa.com. North Brunswick Raiders football is sponsored by North Brunswick Indians Pop Warner Football and Cheer. For more information, log on to www.NorthBrunswickIndians.com. North Brunswick Raiders football is sponsored by the Cal Team at Remax Country, located at 40 South Main Street, Milltown, New Jersey. For more information, log on to www.TheCalTeam.com or call 908-812-9148. This is the King James Radio Network, your radio home for North Brunswick Greater Sports, Restoration Place, the Cal Ripken Baseball District Championships, the Ladies of Our Turf Football, and the Jersey Basketball Association. Yes, it's a pleasant Friday afternoon to one and all. Maybe it's a pleasant Friday afternoon wherever you might be. But here at Veterans Park, there's a lot of rain going on uh, around here, uh, here at Veterans Park in North Brunswick, New Jersey, right outside of North Brunswick Township High School, where this is our Raiders Live tailgate, first ever Raiders Live tailgate that we've done on the King James Radio Network and getting ready for North Brunswick and South Brunswick coming up in a little less than three hours from now. Of course, we'll still have our Raiders Live pregame coming up at 6.30 and then kick off at 7 o'clock. And, of course, at 6.30, we'll have our weekly pregame interview with Raiders head football coach Mike Seipot and also we'll get ready for a kickoff of North Brunswick and South Brunswick. And, you know, so it'll be the 44th edition of North versus South uh, coming up at 7 o'clock. But in the meantime, yes, we're here at Veterans Park. It's about 62 degrees and rain. I feel like I'm in Seattle instead of North Brunswick, New Jersey, uh, in a, you know, first Friday in September. But, uh, you know, they are they are set up here. At, you know, they have the tables out here. The food is, looks like it's ready. And uh, so if you are in the area and you want to come down, you can certainly come down and get a bite to eat or what have you. And I know that they're still you know doing the promotion with the T-shirts and the tickets, uh, you know, 
So you it's twenty five dollars that you know you get a t shirt, you get a ticket to the game, along with food and drink. So you know that's the package deal uh, that's being done here uh, as far as the game goes now as far as our tailgate show uh, we will be here until roughly five o'clock I may extend it a little bit if necessary but uh, we'll stay here uh, for a little bit and coming up in just a little while Mike Pavlichko is our special guest of, of Central Jersey 1450 WCTC he will be with us to give us a little preview of the game tonight North Brunswick and South Brunswick uh, also here during this hour you'll hear from the two of the leaders of the North Brunswick Raiders football team you'll hear from the new starting quarterback of the Raiders Rami Berberina you will also hear from superstar running back Miles Bailey who has already broken the North Brunswick all-time rushing record rushing yardage record and so now he will look to break the all-time rushing touchdown record later on this evening. So, you know, Miles, and I'll start there. Uh, Miles, obviously the centerpiece of the North Brunswick offense. And, of course, he still, you know, plays safety on defense as well. But the centerpiece of what the Raiders do offensively, the Raiders setting a school record for points scored last year with 365. And they'll try to eclipse that. If you heard our Meet the Coaches show that we did last Friday, I talked to offensive coordinator Pushon Brown, and he said, you know, with confidence that, hey, we can get to that number again of 365 if we do, if we execute and we do what we're supposed to do. And again, Miles Bailey being a huge part of that. And the Raiders do have some other weapons that will give Bailey a break and give him, you know, time to breathe if he needs it. Dave Hicks transfers in from New Brunswick. And so for Dave, you know, just trying to fit into the offense. And Chris Arnold, you know, as that bruising guy that when he gets the ball, you, you need at least two or three guys to try to wrap him up. Otherwise, he's just going to drag you along for the ride. So, you know, Chris Arnold, uh, you know, well over 500 yards last year for the Raiders and also, you know, had a couple of interceptions on defense as well. So Chris Arnold, uh, again, an integral part of what the Raiders are trying to do. So you look for Chris Arnold. Of course, throughout the course of the season, and we mentioned last week, of course, some of the younger guys that come into the fold, you know, like sophomore Marquise Perry, like you know, uh, Jaden Myers. So some of these younger guys that will really get their first real shot at playing consistent varsity minutes uh, this year, you know, that kind of thing. So you know, you'll see what happens as you go forward there. Um, you know, as far as, you know, as far as South Brunswick goes, you know, just a little bit about the Vikings, and we'll talk a little bit more about them uh, in the pregame, but you know, South Brunswick, they've won the last eight meetings over North Brunswick, uh, all of those being played on Thanksgiving. So you know, the Thanksgiving Day game uh, was what this, this game was for. North Brunswick and South Brunswick going back from 1975 all the way to 2017. They played each other on Thanksgiving morning or Thanksgiving Eve. And last year that was tabled and put to the side because primarily because of the state playoffs. South Brunswick, under head coach Joe George, they found themselves in the playoffs in the quarterfinals and the semifinals in the sectionals pretty much every year and didn't want to deal, probably didn't want to deal with the headaches of playing uh, a Thanksgiving game. So, they, you know, North Brunswick and being the South Brunswick won the last eight meetings, I'm sure North Brunswick said, you know, maybe we need a timeout. Maybe we need a breather here, you know, just to kind of regroup. And so I think it worked out well for both parties not playing last year and then moving it up to week zero of this year. So, you know, that's where we're at. 
and uh, so, like I said, I think it was mutually beneficial to both parties. So, again, of course, South Brunswick comes in under new head coach John Beato, who was a line coach with the Raiders for the last two years and now gets the job at his alma mater of South Brunswick. He graduated their class of 2006. He graduated from South Brunswick. He was also a track coach here at North Brunswick. I'm not sure if he's still doing that, but... But basically, yeah, he's at South Brunswick now as the head coach of the football program. And, you know, matter of fact, we'll play a quote. We'll play, you know, a couple of quotes from John Viato uh, coming up later on in the broadcast. But, um, you know, he was with Marcus Borden in the uh, camp caravan that Coach Borden does every year going around the GMC. And uh, so I picked up a couple of quotes there from, from Coach Viato. And uh, we'll, we'll go through that later on in the broadcast as well. But. You know, in the meantime, again, Mike Pavlichko of WCTC is on his way here. He went to stop to get something to eat. <laughs> you know, he's got a long night ahead of him because uh, he'll be here throughout the course of the game. But um, he will be here in just a little bit, uh, again, to give us a little preview uh, from his perspective of, you know, more of a neutral perspective than what I would be of uh, North Brunswick and South Brunswick. So with that being said, uh, here's what we'll do first. I wanted to we'll, we'll get to... Basically, starting quarterback Rami Berberina uh, for North Brunswick. You know, now he's a guy that, you know, his his bread and butter, if you will, is track and field. You know, he's a guy that has, you know, basically world class speed, almost literally world class speed. He had one of the fastest times in the country in the NJSIA Meet of Champions this past spring, and you know, in addition to that, of course, he plays football as well. So he is named the starting quarterback, replacing Christian Petrillo, who was the starter for the Raiders for the last two and a half years. And Christian Petrillo has his name in a few categories in the Raiders' record books for quarterbacks. He's up there in the top five in multiple categories. But Rami Barberino with some big shoes to fill having to come in. And so about a month ago, actually one month ago exactly, one month ago today, uh, August 6th, over at National Night Out at the North Brunswick Municipal Building, I did have a chance to stop into, or Rami Barberina stopped in, and I had a chance to talk with Rami about track and field, but for purposes of today, talk to him about the upcoming football season and what to expect and what to look for. So these are basically some excerpts from that interview that we did exactly one month ago. So, you know, we'll go to Rami Barberina, and then uh, presumably we'll have Mike Pavlichko on the other side of that. So here is my conversation with Rami Berberina, the new starting quarterback for the North Brunswick Raiders. With all of the success that you've had in track and field, you got records, you got eight different school records. You know, you, you had the second fastest time in the country uh, this past spring in one event. Why do you why risk it all and play football? Um, you know, Coming in freshman year, um, football was really the my main sport, and it wasn't it wasn't all about track. Maybe how it is how it is right now, but um, I just really couldn't give that up. Um, it meant way too much. Like I have a family in football, and I can't just leave them and just leave them hanging. So it just the risk doesn't really weigh as as much when when I have a brotherhood and a family that I have to come back to and play with. So. Speaking of Coach Viato, uh, I was when I was talking to Miles Bailey earlier. Oh, man. <laughs> he's now he's now the enemy. You know, he's he's yeah. now the new head coach at South Brunswick. Um, he was your track coach, uh, one of your track coaches. So, do you worry that uh, that he's you know he knows you inside out? I mean, honestly, I don't think that um 
the stuff we're doing right now is a little different from what we changed it up a few um we changed a few things up from last year so i know that he's gonna have an idea about like me and who what who i am but like coming out like from start from coming out from like a backup guy and like not not really playing much and playing a different position to a whole new year as a starting quarterback i don't he, he doesn't have that much that much background on me as starting quarterback so i don't think he's gonna i don't think he's gonna have much so you're the starting quarterback now you take over for christian petrillo is it different you mentioned you were one of the backup guys last year you did some special teams you played a little wide receiver is it different now being the guy on the field that has to lead the, you know lead these guys from one end of the field to the other yeah absolutely absolutely like there's there's no other word to describe it but different um coming in like for like receiver last year and like playing quarterback um freshman year for the freshman team and playing quarterback for the um for the JV team I know it's going to be completely different but um leading like honestly I have a connection with every single kid on the team like because they're all in my grade we all talk we all like we all bonded through football so it's really not that hard to have like chemistry because we already have it so it's not hard to like come in and like lead because like we're all working together already since like these these last few years we all been working together so it's really not that hard to come in and lead and you know obviously miles is a big part of the offense how much do you rely on him? I mean, you're going you're gonna to have plays for you, of course, but how much will you rely on him to kind of you know, help you through those rough spots a little bit? Because not every game is going to be a piece of cake. Yep. How, how, do, how much do you rely on him to kind of just help you through you know, some of those times? You know, me and Miles have a special relationship. Um, Miles is one heck of an athlete. He's a special athlete at that. Um, but I know that when the time gets there, he's going to be there. He's not that guy that's going to be like, oh, my God, Remy, come on. Come on, Remy. Like, you're just being dumb. Like, it's, I know it's going to be that. Listen, just relax. I got you. Because he has a lot of experience in varsity. He has a lot of experience at the upper level of football. So I know he's going to walk me through it. And if anything, if anything were to go wrong, I know he would be there and have my back. So I'm really relying on him for that. What is your head coach Mike Saipot? What is Coach Saipot? I know he's listening from you know his, his villa in Tahiti somewhere. He's listening. You know he's on vacation. That's what he told me anyway. But because I know he he's the type he's the type of guy that he's he's on vacation like his body's on vacation, but his brain is thinking football. You know that's how he is. Yeah. But what has he told you as far as what he expects from you? You know, um, even through track season. He's telling me, like, you're the guy. Like, you have to lead. You're the guy. Um, you're playing QB. You're going to be the guy next year, so I hope you're ready. And I told him already. I told him, I said, I've been ready. I've been ready since freshman year. I told every single coach that. And he expects above and beyond from me, and I'm definitely going to give him that this year. You said you told every coach from freshman year on. Did you feel like you had to prove something? You know, I feel like. Personally, I always have to prove myself because, like, I could really – I could sit here and tell you, oh, I'm going to win, be the champions next year. I'm going to get this many touchdowns. I'm going to get this many yards, this many passing yards. But, like, just prove myself is in me. Like, I've done it before, and I'm, I'm willing to do it again. So, like, I know my coach. I know my coach. I know I'm going to prove him. So. And uh, do you have anything to – I'm talking – we talked about track already, but just football-wise, do you, do you have anything to prove to yourself as far as football? You know, um – I told myself I was ready for, for varsity football freshman year, but um, I get a I get a little bit of feeling of like of like being nervous for um for the season. But all those nerves, I'm gonna work them up to to just turn them into something positive, and I'm gonna just ball out. So.
Talking with Rami Berberina, who is the starting quarterback for the Raiders football team this year. Big shoes to fill. With, by the way, what's your number this year? You had seven last year, right? No, I had nine last year. I'm, I'm also being nine this year. Okay. So I'm gonna keep the nine, yeah. Okay. So um, you're big, filling in big shoes with you know for Christian Petrillo. Um, obviously, you know, you, you guys are different in that you know. You're, I'm sure you're going to you know, throw it from time to time, but you're obviously, you're, you're being your track guy, you are, your speed is going to be your strength. Um, do you feel like you, you're, you, you got big shoes to fill here, or do you just, you want to create your own shoes? No, I definitely, I definitely do think I have some big shoes to fill in. Like, Chich was one, again, heck of an athlete, and it's not going to be easy to come in and top what he did, but. I'm de I definitely got to prove something to, 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 to like convince people that, that I'm a better option. But it's going to take a lot, though. Championship uh, championship season is what the expectation is. How do you get the – I was talking about you being a leader on the field. Do you have to get the other guys to buy in? Do you have to get the other guys to believe, or, or, or are you there already? Honestly – just because of the fact that a lot of a lot of um my my teammates ask me like oh why are you doing football why are you doing football and I'm like because I love it I love the sport I love you guys and that's really it and so I just like that fact is just like they just honestly believe in me already like they know that if I really didn't have to play football I really didn't like didn't have to come out and play this year but I'm doing it for them I'm doing it for my coach I'm doing it for myself so like I feel like just that it makes them believe in me that much more so. You said something interesting there as far as you know, when you're walking in the hallways at school the, the, a couple of years ago, you know, uh, Miles' freshman year and, and your freshman year as well, they won two games. And now here you guys are, you know, 10 wins. Is it is the attitude towards the football team completely changed? Completely is an understatement. Like this, the football team this year is nothing like freshman year, nothing like so, Like this year is just it's just completely changed like the way how teachers talk about us how everybody talks about us like the hype about us like just everything completely changed about this football team so do you almost have to say do you enjoy it or do you almost have to say calm down we, we haven't we haven't played yet oh it's always calm down my coach Ra oh man he always tells us we, we still got to win like there's nothing there's nothing else to it we still got to win like just because we won 10 games last year doesn't mean we can come this year and when it doesn't mean we can't come this year and win one game like we still have to prove it. we still have to win we still have to keep our heads right so we don't ever let that let that get to us at all i asked miles about you know if he has a game on the calendar that he's he said south brunswick so do you have a game that you know for you no doubt south brunswick no yeah. doubt yeah. South brunswick <laughs> as soon as we heard the news that coach Vial was going south brunswick we knew we knew that that was going to be the, the main target of the season but of course, uh, like our games after that, Sarahville is definitely a big one. But Star Brunswick is definitely my main target, and I actually made a deal with my coach, Coach Sipot, um, about my first touchdown of the season. But I can't really let, let none of that go yet. Okay. But just pay attention to my first touchdown of that Star Brunswick game. Rushing or passing? Rushing. Rushing. All right. So your yep. first rushing touchdown, something that I, I assume that he's going to give you. Mm, I'm gonna give it to him. 
<laughs> oh, you're going to give it to him. Yeah, I'm going to give it to him. All right. So I'll be on the lookout for that. Yep. Uh, Robbie Berberina, nice enough to join us here at National Night Out and uh, talk some track and talk some football. Again, the football season begins one month from today, September 6th, North Brunswick versus South Brunswick. First time ever on opening night. Normally this is the Thanksgiving game, but no game last year. So this year they pick it up again. And his, as Rami mentioned, John Viato, who was a line coach with the football team last year, takes over as South Brunswick head coach this year. So a little extra incentive uh, for the Raiders to get the W and bring the Mike Elko trophy back home to North Brunswick after 10 years over on the other side. So, Mr. Berberina, I thank you for, for your time, thank and you. good luck, all right? Good luck to you guys, Thanks, and I'll look for that touchdown, all right? Yep. All right, thank you. You put that there. Robbie Berberina, thank you, sir. Yep, there you go. There you hear from the starting quarterback of the Raiders, Robbie Berberina, who takes over for Christian Petrillo. And, well, you know, uh, for Rami, just really, uh, you know, especially first time out, your first game, I think probably your one concern is, you know, you don't want – uh, you don't want him to, you know, to overdo it. You know, you don't want him to, you, know, you just want him to kind of ease his way in, ease his way into the offense and, you know, especially first game, you know, ease his way into things and just let it flow from there. Don't try to do too much uh, you know, to try and make an impression or to try to get off to a hot start. Let that take care of itself in the first game. You got Bailey in the backfield. You got Chris Arnold back there. You got Davi Hicks, who I think will probably spend most of his time lined up as a wide receiver. Uh, you may see him in the backfield with Bailey and Arnold in a different, you know, different formations, things like that. But I do think you'll see Hicks back. You'll see DeMonte Blount as well. So you'll see different formations. Uh, you know, the Raiders like to run the, the house formation uh, under Petrillo. I would imagine it's going to be the same under Berberina. So uh, I think you will see that. Uh, from time to time and so I see now there's a few people starting to file in here and there so um, now as I think you get towards five o'clock and you get towards the dinner crowd that will that will come in especially as it gets closer to game time and such so uh, you know so we'll see I, I don't think the rain is going to drive everybody away I do think that some people will uh, people will show up but um, with that being said so I think that's for Rami just you know, staying under control and, and doing what you know you can do. You know, don't try to go out, you know, don't try to have an out-of-body experience and do, you know, things that are beyond your capability. And so, you know, like throwing the ball 60 yards down the field, you know, things like that, you know, or trying to score 14 points on one play. You know, just little by little, play by play, and series by series, down by down, and you go from there. So I think that's what... You know, the strategy is uh, for Rami. Uh, as far as Miles Bailey goes, and again, Mike Pavlichko, he's on his way here. But as far as Miles Bailey goes, you know, for Bailey, obviously, Bailey, you know, this is year number four for Bailey. Uh, it was just interesting in that, you know, as a freshman, Bailey did not see a lot of playing time as a freshman because IBLI was the featured back with North Brunswick in uh, Miles' freshman year. And I say maybe halfway through the year. He got his first touchdown freshman year, first varsity touchdown, and now here we are 32 touchdowns later. But as a freshman, you know, I'm sure Miles has been in that position where the freshman guys are now, freshman guys like Justin Batts, for example. You know, Batts will be doing the extra point attempts for the Raiders, at least in this early part of the season. I think I don't want to call it an experiment, but I think it's probably, you know, Justin is on trial here. <laughs> so to see if, you know, it doesn't have to be pretty. Like his last couple of extra points in the preseason, you know, they weren't uh, a thing of beauty, 
by any means, but they went through. They went over the crossbar, and they went through. And that's what you're looking for. That's all you're looking for at this point from, from Justin Batts right now uh, with the extra point game. The Raiders, I was saying to special teams coach uh, Chris Marr last week in our Meet the Coaches show that you know the Raiders needed three guys to replace Aaron R., who now Aaron, of course, uh, was the uh, Autoland Classic MVP. You know the the All Star game that they have between the uh, between the Middlesex County and Union County, which is spearheaded by Marcus Borden. We mentioned Marcus Borden earlier in the show. Like I said, uh, well, he caught up with John Beato, head coach of South Brunswick. We'll play a couple of quotes from that uh, later on. But uh, with that being said, getting back to Bailey, um, I don't think Bailey really has anything to prove to anybody you know he's got 11 division one college offers so i don't think he has anything to prove to anybody i think at this point i think really the only thing that bailey i think really i won't say needs i don't think you need to win a, a state championship necessarily i mean he's, he's going to be go down as the greatest running back of all time whether they win a state championship or not but i think for bailey you know just his own personal psyche i think you know a state championship would you know, be the icing on the cake, the cherry on top of what has been a MBTHS Hall of Fame career. And so that's what I, I think Bailey is at is just there's that one thing left that he needs to do to, you know, like I said, I think he's going to be an MBTHS Hall of Famer regardless. But uh, that one thing that he needs to do to just you know, leave no doubt in anyone's mind is if there were any already to leave no doubt in anyone's mind that, hey, I am the greatest running back this program has ever seen. So can he bring this team to a state championship? And, uh, you know, the Raiders, of course, have never won a state sectional championship. Now, a lot of high expectations for this Raiders team this year. They've been, you know, all the, the publications, the online publications around the state, not just the, you know, the GMC, not just uh, Middlesex County, but around New Jersey, uh, you know, have had, you know, have high regard for North. I was looking at uh, yesterday. I was looking at um, not NJ.com. I saw NJ.com. NJ.com has North Brunswick ranked number 10 in the state. But I was looking at uh, USA Today, the New Jersey branch of the USA Today. And they have North Brunswick ranked as number eight in the state. As a matter of fact, of the 10 schools, it's a top 20 poll. But in the top 10 of that ranking, eight of those 10, eight of the top 10 from the USA Today were private. Eight of the 10 from the USA they're, they're trying to fix the, set up the equipment here, the sound system and such. Because they're going to have the tailgate party here until 6.30, I believe it is. The tailgate party is until 6.30. Uh, I'm not going to be uh, 6.30. I'll be over at Steve Rebo Field for Raiders Live, our pregame. But as far as um, the what I was talking about with the USA Today, the New Jersey branch of USA Today, of the 10 teams, the top 10 teams in their top 20, eight of those 10 are private schools. There's only two public schools in there in that top 10. Williamstown and North Brunswick. Williamstown, they ranked at number five. North Brunswick, they ranked at uh, number 10. So there's only one public school that's ranked in the entire state. One public school in the entire state of New Jersey that's ranked ahead of North Brunswick, and that's Williamstown, who made it to the South Jersey Group 5 Bowl Championship game before losing to Sayreville. So that's it. 
for, for public schools. So the Raiders are being held in very high regard this year. Um, we mentioned NJ.com has them ranked number 10 in their top 20. Uh, I know WCTC, they've got them ranked number four, if I'm not mistaken. I don't want to mix up the numbers, and I believe the Home News Tribune has them ranked as number one, if I'm if my numbers are right. The, the one thing I was good at it as a kid is was math, so <laughs> hopefully those numbers are right. I know that's yeah, at least in proximity, close proximity. All right, so uh, with that, we will take a break, and when we come back, you know, we'll see if Mike Pavlichko makes it through the rain here. Let's see. Uh, should be here. It looks according to his messages, he should be here any second now. <laughs> so we will break and we will come back. And if we don't have Mike Pavlichko, uh, I, I do have a plan B until he gets here. But we'll break and we'll come back on the other side. This is your Raiders Live Tailgate on the King James Radio Network. Restoration Place presents Staying Kingdom Focused by Pastor John Baysmore Jr. I don't care what someone is into. It could be your family, your friends, co-workers, or whomever it is. I don't care what they're into. Nobody is beyond repair. Nobody. Be restored at Restoration Place every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and on demand anytime on the King James Radio Network at jamesisking.com. North Brunswick Raiders football is in its ninth season on the King James Radio Network as head coach Mike Seipot looks to accomplish goals that have never been done in Raiders football history, including trying to win the program's first ever state sectional championship. Follow KJRN all season long at jamesisking.com for the live play-by-play of each and every Raiders game. Running back Miles Bailey continues to shatter the North Brunswick record books, but find out who else will emerge as that next gridiron superstar. We're at jamesisking.com for North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. John Calandrusio at REMAX Country is there for all of your residential real estate needs in Central Jersey. REMAX Country is located at 40 South Main Street in Milltown, New Jersey. Please feel free to call John directly on his cell phone at 908-812-9148 or visit www.thecalteam.com. That's C-A-L-thecalteam.com. Once again, 908-812-9148 for John Calandrusio at REMAX Country in Milltown, New Jersey. Check out the King James Radio Network on social media by giving us a follow on Facebook. And we're also on Twitter at King James Radio 1. We come back here to Veterans Park for our Raiders Live Tailgate show. Uh, Corbett Thompson here at Veterans Park in North Brunswick, New Jersey. And so glad you're with us. And so my guest is here. And so the one, the only, Mike Pavlichko from WCTC. Uh, you know, nice enough to, to stop by here. You can pick that up if you need it. But um, so... Mike, of course, will be here with his broadcast. Uh, I know they're doing that on tape delay coming up uh, on Sunday morning. But um, I wanted to have him here just to you know, kind of give his take on tonight's game and uh, talk to Mike a little bit. So I'm glad you made it through the rain. Holy cow, Corbin. <laughs> Jeez, did people forget how to drive in the rain? <laughs> Is it like Labor Day weekend? I left my work at 3.30. Got to be five miles from here. Uh-huh. Yep. So I grabbed some pizza. I ate it in the – I don't know if you saw my string of texts or what. 
Holy cow. Yes. What's going on? It's Friday afternoon. Are they giving away a million dollars on the other side of Hal Lane? Because everything stopped. I don't know if Scott Glassman's giving away a million dollars at the table, maybe, but, well, but uh, yeah. I'm to play the 50-50 tonight. Holy gee. <laughs> Good to be with you. I'm so sorry to keep you waiting. I mean, this is just it oh. is insanity. No, no, no. Listen, it's Friday afternoon. It's rush hour. And, and is that what it's like around here? I haven't been. I mean, when I used to work full-time at CTC, uh-huh. and I used to have to go. I used to work 1030 to 530 on a Friday night and get to a high school football game for like, you know, six o'clock to do a game at seven. Mm. And to come across Hal Lane was just a nightmare. Oh, yeah. And Definitely. it's still, I mean, it's its unbelievable now. Oh, yeah. No, I try not to go near Hal Lane any, any weekday afternoon. I, try I came to... from Rutgers. Yep. And I, I came back. I got to 27. I said, all right, maybe I'll either go to Wawa or I was going to go to White Castle. Okay. And I was like, now nah, get some pizza. I'll bring it in the car and it can eat it. It's a lot less messy. Okay. And okay. I couldn't just get any. I couldn't get to the pizza place. I couldn't get from the pizza yeah. place. I had to go back. Then I'm on Jersey Avenue and yep. that's bad. Oh, man. It's terrible. Once you get past the high school on 130 going towards ShopRite, you'll be oh, okay. Yeah. Once but- I get out to Route 1, I, I cracked 15 miles an hour. But other than that. Yeah. Oh, no, anyway. I, yeah, no, I, I luckily I, I live within walking distance of here, so I don't have to go through that to get Oof. here. But but yes. So it's a nice little uh, thing here. You yeah. I mean, obviously, pagoda and obviously, if you know, I know there was food, I wouldn't have stopped to get pizza. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I you gotta tell me those things. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. Um, but uh, no, obviously, they're, they're expecting a, a bigger turnout. The rain has kind of, you know, uh, washed up things a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, yes. You know, but. Um, as far as tonight's game, you know, um, here's a North, Fren- fun. Yeah, a, a North Brunswick team that's being held in high regard across the state and South Brunswick, they, you know, finished five and five last year and, you know, new head coach, a new offense. So, you know, they're I, my, my first thought to you is, you know, South Brunswick, it's been a while since they've taken a step back like that. So my question is, is it? One step forward, two yeah, steps back. I mean, I, I think it's a couple things, uh, Corbett. I think a lot of it is the numbers. Uh, if you looked, you know, when they went and played Edison in the first round last year at home was at Windy Saturday. Um, I looked at the roster, and I, I was on my way home. I was looking at it, and I, I called Joe George. I said, Joe, you, you don't even have 40 players. He goes, I know the number, you know, numbers are down and all that kind of stuff, and I think part of that is changing demographics in town. I'll be, you know, totally honest with you. You've seen that with schools like J.P. Stevens, which used to be, you know, maybe not like Piscataway, but it's good, solid teams year in and year out. Edison usually pretty decent. Um, and now that tables are kind of turned, Edison as you know, where they are, they're a good team, but J.P. Stevens has gone way down. You see that in, in, in some towns now. Um, and the numbers have been down. And I think they were struggling a little bit with that. It's just hard when you don't have the depth, especially in a place like offensive and defensive line. Um, I think they've got closer to 60 right about now on that roster. Uh, He's got the 50s. Um, So that has helped. But I I talked with John Viato, who, as you know, was, you know, here for a few years uh, with Mike Saipot. And I think part of what... You know, they, they did some outreach. They tried to get kids who'd either left or whatever. A lot of kids been playing a long time in, in, in town and Pop Warner and all that fun stuff. But I think bringing in the spread offense really helped. It's That's exciting to kids now. That's what kids want to play. Um, that's what they want to run. It lets them be athletes. The triple option is great. 
And, you know, when I spoke with John, he said, listen, Joe George, probably the best in New Jersey at it, period. But, you know, these guys have been doing it since maybe Pop Warner, and it does tend to get a little stale, possibly. But, you know, that's what that's what they're into now. And I think uh, I think it will bring them some success. They got a veteran quarterback. Listen, if you can handle the option and run it, I think you can handle just about anything else. So I don't have any doubts that at quarterback they'll be able to handle it. I think the numbers are probably up a little bit because of that, and and we'll see what happens. You're referring to starting quarterback Gage Katznell Hall yep. for South Brunswick. Now on the other side, part of the all hyphen team, by the way. They've yeah. Got about Eight or nine guys with hyphenated last names. Oh, you noticed that, that too, huh? Yes. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. I was good. I, I got the roster and I was looking at the and and uh, you know I, I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> so uh, that should be interesting. But um, it makes for fun play-by-play. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, uh, Gage Castano Hall's counterpart, uh, Rami Berberina, his first official varsity starts. Do you have any idea what you're what you're expecting? What I'm expecting? No, I haven't seen. You've probably seen him more than I have. Yeah. In the preseason. Yeah, it's uh, if what you haven't. You tell me about him. Yeah, I was gonna say if you haven't seen him, it's. I mean, he's a he's a track he's a track kid. Um, okay. You know, he's got uh, world class speed. He um, you know uh, had the second fastest time in the country in the 400 meters uh, in the in the spring in states. So we know that if he has the you know the the blocking and he can take off, he will. Um, I think the big question is uh, on third and 11, third and 12, can he get you that first down? You know, um, I, I go back to the Sayreville game that North Brunswick played last year, the championship game. I thought the play of the game was Mark Whitford. He uh, it was like third and 12, and uh, he converted. He got the first down, kept that drive going, and like four plays later, they scored the only touchdown of the game. So I think that's where uh, Rami is going to uh, earn his keep. I think I think North Brunswick's biggest challenge this year and this is not to say they didn't do it last year i think the biggest challenge is being able to complement miles yeah um you can't run every play yeah to miles bailey so the question is is barbara going to be able to uh you know just just do enough to get the ball to other people when it's not going to miles yeah that's going to be the big thing and and not overworking him either because if you can do that uh, then you go, well, it's great if we stop now, but maybe somebody else pops off too. So uh, that's always, I think, the challenge when you have a, a star guy like that. Um, and from what Mike was telling me earlier this week, he's running with a different purpose. Um, you can just tell the determination. He said, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's a college thing because there's a lot of schools right now that are looking at him but haven't offered him yet. Mm-hmm. He's got one he's got, you know, Virginia Tech, uh, Syracuse, yep. Minnesota, only Big 10 school though. Yep. I know I've read he wants to play at Michigan, wants to play at Penn State. Correct. They haven't offered him yet. Mike's telling me, "Hey, you know, they want to see his season, they want to see his transcripts, they want to So I think some of those schools feel like he's got some more to prove. You know, who knows what's up with Rutgers. Listen, they're all interested in him. You'd be a fool not to be interested in him, uh, but they, they want to see what happens with him. But, you know, he is he's matured as a player. He's a leader in the huddle and off the field as well. Yeah. And and um, But can they find the supporting cast? Because, you know, it, it's not going to be just that one, not going to be just that one guy. Yeah. 
Well, Chris Arnold, uh, speaking of supporting cast, you know, Chris Arnold did a nice job for them last year. Uh, as you know, Davi Hicks comes in from mm-hmm. New Brunswick, mm-hmm. so he should help. Uh, and they've got some younger guys, uh, Jaden Myers, Marquise Perry, that can help out. So they, they have pieces uh, that, to replace guys like Sean Brahini, uh, guys like Brandon Outlaw, and so it's just a matter of how they all gel together. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, and it's interesting, too. We talk about, uh, I guess, did, did Hicks move to North Brunswick? I'm not sure. I should have asked. I'm not sure if he actually changed addresses or not, because um, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to sit out as long as he. Right. Uh, so that's the bona fide change of address. Listen, I, you know, you talk about changing demographics. I think that's probably also benefited North Brunswick in a way, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, you've seen some people move out of, out of New Brunswick and other populations move in. I think they've kind of spread out. You know where I'm going here. I don't know anything understood, you know. Understood. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I know what you're but you saying. But you look at New Brunswick, right? I mean, yeah. you look at the, the, the championship teams they had in 03 and 06, and it's a little bit of a different-looking team now than it was yeah. at, at, at that time. I got you. I just, that just, listen, it just happens. I got you. It just happens. It's yeah. okay. You know, it's, <laughs> it's the talent the talent, the talent spreads around. But, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's happening in a lot of towns. And the fact that, you know, uh, you do have parents now who really don't, you know – want their kids getting hit getting their brains bashed in and i think they're you know the state's doing a good job to try and keep it safe mm-hmm. um and mike is one of the first coaches i asked about hey what about the contact rules in practice because they're very limited was it six hours in the preseason yeah it i think is something limited. like that that it they can limited. so and, and, and that's including scrimmages so i said well well how has that affected you he says to be honest that you know um you know i thought it would affect us a lot and then I looked at what we did, and it really wasn't more than that anyway. Yeah. So to him, it really hasn't affected anything. So I think the, the but I think the state's done a good job of trying to control that and, and corral that. But listen, it's a it's a tough sport, and I think all of these things, the numbers, the parents not wanting to participate. Yeah. Uh, Middlesex County has a very changing demographic right now. It's kind of going all over the place, and uh, you know. It just it just means some teams that may be traditional powers are, are not quite anymore. And and some that weren't are going to be a little bit better, yeah. a little stronger, a little tougher. Tables turn. Talking with Mike Pavlichko of Central Jersey 1450 WCTC. And uh, to your point about the demographic, um, I, one of the things I've noticed is when this when this pro, when North Brunswick was in the in, you know, in the in the in the dumps, they were winning one and two games a year. Guys couldn't wait to leave. Guys yeah. were transferring out. Yeah. Artis Hemingway gone. Elijah Hicks gone. Now Chris Arnold comes in. Davi Hicks comes in. So now guys are coming. They, they have another transfer from Piscataway. So there's guys coming in now as opposed to yeah. wanting to go elsewhere. So and, to and, your point. And a lot of times you don't have those guys transfer, but they might not they might not come out and play. Mm. Um, you know, now they want to play. They want to be on that team. So yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, winning winning does a lot, um, but a culture change uh, did a lot. And um, nothing against Coach Z, but I think that uh, you know a, a, a breath of fresh air, a little bit. And listen, maybe a little bit of the same thing with Joe too at South Brunswick. Uh, maybe a little bit of a different, you know, get the spread in, kind of revive things, yeah. get a little, you know change of atmosphere around the program and you know new kids come out or kids that left and stopped playing football come out so you know all those things i think kind of work in that way how much do you think the two coaches being as familiar with each other as they are how much does that come into play 
Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, they got to face each other, right? It's um, so I, I think uh, you know probably I think it probably negates uh, to some degree. I think you know if anything, maybe just a little advantage Mike here tonight because um, you know he's been a head coach for a few years. Uh, and, and John is not. And this is the first time in a game situation you get to get it all together. And, I mean, it's all the little logistical things, the headsets and figuring out who's doing what. You know, what What, what did he – his position here on the staff was – He was, was a was, line coach. Line coach. Okay. Yeah. So so that wasn't a coordinator. But, I mean, you know, it's very different being a line coach and being a head coach. doesn't matter. He could know a lot more about football than Mike. I'm not saying he does, but, you know, he could. Mm-hmm. And – you know, once you put it in as a head, put it into play as a head coach, uh, it's a lot different that first time around. I think so. You know, who knows? And the weather could be a little equalizer tonight as well. So, speaking of equalizers, <laughs> I, was, I, I was thinking about the kicking game. I was thinking about now. South, I was reading South Brunswick. They got this. Uh, they got this new kicker, uh, Jay Patel. Supposed uh, to be very good. Yeah. Yeah. He's kicking 50 yarders. Yeah, I, I read that. And uh, of course, the Raiders had Aaron R, who's no mm-hmm. longer around. So they have to start over from scratch. Uh, they technically do not have a kicker for field goals right now. Um, Justin Batts will kick extra points. But um, so is that clearly advantage South Brunswick? Uh, I don't know. To me, it just means North Brunswick's going to go for six, and when you not three, and when you got a guy like Miles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe you're better. Maybe you're better off that way. The only thing is South Brunswick then knows you're not going to go for a field goal. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you get that you get that big stop. It's a big stop. Um, but to me, it, it maybe just means it's one more time. You got to stop North Brunswick. Yeah. Um, now, I know uh, Majid Howard Baker seems to be their their best returning guy. Uh, you know, obviously outside of Catsnell Hall, who's the quarterback. But um is is he is he the you know maybe maybe you can tell me better than me is he the guy that uh, North Brunswick really has to I think it's going to be hard to say I think when you've got a number of athletes like they do um, Ezekiel Johnson's another guy who I think is going to get some more time I think he was a backup running back last year but you're going to see some of these guys all I think you're going to see see guys all over the field at different positions they're going to go three four you know they're they're going to they're gonna they're gonna put it all over the place, um, and I think they're gonna just kind of turn those athletes free a little bit and let them do what they do. So uh, I think it's gonna be tough to say if anybody's going to be the guy. It's kind of almost like the option. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Maybe somebody uh, like Majid uh, kind of develops and has that breakout game or two, and you go, all right, he's the guy now. Hmm. Because they have Justin Lawson coming mm-hmm. back, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, now they, of course they lose Thomas Joe Camara. Yep. Uh, and Temple uh, now. Yeah, and um, and now I think part of that probably part of that five and five record last year was him getting hurt towards the end of the year, maybe not as effective. Yeah, I think that was. I think I think the numbers and the depth took a toll a little bit, um, particularly against Edison, um, you know, in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, who knows. Do you have a, a favorite to win the white division or, or no? You know, I, I try and stay away from that, that stuff. I got to, uh, you, you know, you, you did basketball and I'll, I'll, uh, kind of share a little story here. I had, uh, um, we were doing a GMC basketball, the quarterfinals, uh, up at uh, Middlesex County college one year. And, uh, it was, uh, we did the first game we had the second game coming up. And I always would tell you remember Tom Ortuso, I'd go, Tom, yes. go go grab go grab the winning coach 
and bring the interview back so we have something to play because we're sitting here with, you know, sucking our thumbs for a half an hour, you know? Yeah. So let's go get the coach. So he comes back, and um, apparently the coach said to him, so I, I hear you handed the other guys the championship already, huh? So we must have made a comment somewhere that someone was the favorite to win the GMC tournament, and it might have been a team that was coached by a guy who's now a head coach in the GMC. Let you ponder that one for a in football. In football, in football. Let you ponder that one for a second. So he was a basketball coach. He was a basketball now. coach then. He's now a football coach somewhere else. Okay. Let you ponder that one for a second. Okay. Um, but actually, I think he's also actually he's also a basketball coach at the same school in the G. He's going to do football and basketball this year. This year, okay. We'll let, we'll let the fans think about that one for okay. a second. And All right. I'll spill yes. it if you know. But yeah. anyway. If anybody has the answer to that, just <laughs> message about me. it. Tweet us. You yes, know, tweet, tweet us. Me, at Mike Pavlichko. At Corbin at, Thompson. There you go. K-O-R-B-I-D. Um, so, so uh, sin, uh, and, and we never proclaimed anybody that, uh, who was going to be the champion. But what we kind of did was, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of stay away from uh, figuring that out. I mean, the White's going to be interested. I mean, listen, we, you saw the tweet, uh, and you saw the NJ.com top 20. There are three teams from that division in the top 10. Yeah. And they're all public schools. Yeah. Think about all those amazing schools up north. Yeah. Somewhere they're giving Central Jersey some love. I alluded to that earlier. I don't know who's influencing the poll, but somewhere... I mean, think of all the schools that you've got up north and the good public schools. There are three teams in the GMC White in their top 10. Yeah. Do I think all three are going to end up in the top ten? Probably not, because uh, they're going to somebody's going to beat each other. Yeah. And then Somerville uh, is the fourth team from our uh, CTC coverage area in the top twenty. But I mean, holy cow, that's a tough division. And then you got Edison and New Brunswick's not an easy out. No. Um, but but probably number five in that group, mm-hmm. um, definitively. And Edison is probably number four. So it's safe to so say. So it's, you know, it's Piscataway, Sayreville, North Brunswick. I'd be really surprised if it was anybody else Yep. at the top of that. I see. So, yeah, it'd be safe to say then. Uh, uh, North- I've been to the last few years, and even though we don't usually do those games, you know, we I go to watch and I go to cover. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, what is it? What's What do we got right it's now? It's like 60, almost 60 degrees. 63. Yeah. Yeah. And now, usually when you get a hurricane and you get the little remnants of which, yeah. usually it's about 85 and muggy as all get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, this is like an early November day. Yeah. This reminds me of the Trenton game when we were here last year. I remember not as windy. I remember two years ago when North Brunswick went to St. Joe's for the first time. It was a September game, like uh, second game, second game, and so it's like second week of September. It was like 90. Out. I know. And then it's roasting. Now, now it's just the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so, should be very interesting field conditions. Oh my goodness. Well, but, everybody's got turf nowadays, which is uh, pretty lucky. But yes, yeah. yes. But my my final question to you is. Um, in, in, you know, as far as in terms of the the totality of the season, um, 
you mentioned you, you kind of prognosticated on South Brunswick and where they're going, but uh, for North Brunswick, is it just you know the only you know Piscataway obviously will be in their way, Sayreville will be in their way. If they get by those two, you don't see anyone else standing in their way. In the division, no. Um, I mean, I think they're a better team than Edison probably. Uh, I'm gonna regret saying. Yeah, I, I was gonna say we just talked that, about. But I mean, I just think. I think I think North Brunswick, Sayreville, and Piscataway are your are your fairly clear top three in the division. I mean, it's only five teams, but I think those three it's there for the taking. And uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see North Brunswick, Piscataway, and uh, I know we're going to have that game on on CTC at Piscataway. I think it's October 11th. Yes. Second week of October. Yes. Um. So I think you know. I mean, we listen. We know from New Brun- North Brunswick Sayreville, we saw that twice last year, in the regular season and in the CJ5 title game. Um, we've seen Sayreville Piscataway before. We know what kind of games those are. I don't know that Piscataway is as good as they were last year. That's not to say they're not good. They're very good, but they're just not super excellent the, like the, they were last year. I mean, they were 13 and 0. The dominating team. They were a dominating team last year. Um, you know, big win week two over South Brunswick at home last year. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to be dominating. So if this was last year and this was the white division, I'd say there's Piscataway, there's Sayreville in North Brunswick, and there's everybody else. But I think right now it's those three. And, and you know, it may be just humble. It may be the kind of guy he is. But I think, I think that uh, Dan Higgins would probably tell you the same thing, uh, that they've, you know, different group and i think they've probably got a lot to prove they're my preseason number one Mm -hmm. but you know they were 13 and 0 last year to me it's preseason ranking i hate preseason ranking if i didn't (laughs) have to do a preseason ranking i wouldn't um but much like the born power index you knew here we go here we go you know (laughs) history has to play something into it corbett because you know you don't just have a new team of 80 guys from last year yeah you have, you know, a certain percentage back. Yeah. Some teams have nobody back and graduate all seniors. I remember Ridge uh, in 2010 uh, or 11, whatever year it was, maybe 12, that they, they won the title over Union. They played at Rutgers, and then it snowed the rest of the day. Um, they had everybody. They had they had no two-way starters, and every starter was a senior. Mm. So, you know, some teams... We'll turn the whole, you know, whole starting 22 over. Um, you know, other teams. I mean, how many guys does North Brunswick have back? Seniors, you I mean? mean star, I mean, starters from last year. Starters they from last a, year. They've got a decent bunch. They've got a good number. It's probably about half. So you can't yeah. tell me that, it's, that there's nothing historic about the season before, which is why when people were complaining about the Bourne Power Index, I said, well, no, first of all, you got to understand mathematically, you have to base it off something. You can't start from zero. Yeah, yeah. Um, because if if Piscataway kills J.P. Stevens in the opening weekend, yeah. or no, if Piscataway beats South Brunswick and edges them in the opening weekend, and both are considered pretty good, yeah. and J.P. Stevens crushes Perth Amboy, okay? Yeah. J.P. Stevens is not that much better than Piscataway. They yeah. just played a weaker opponent. Yeah. But you, you, so, so you have to start from somewhere. So when I do my top 10, I got to start from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Scataway was 13 or no, it's kind of theirs to lose. Yeah. yeah. Um 
I think of it the other way. If I put Sayerville, uh, now if Piscataway lost everybody and it's clear cut and Sayerville's got everybody back, great. But give me a team I'm going to put ahead of Piscataway right now. Yeah. You know I what get, I'm saying? I hear you. To I me, you. it's to me it's it's their it's their thing to 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 lose to give away. And you know they 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 were my number one last year to start the year. They were my number one year to finish the year. So I'll go with I'll go with the Chiefs again. I I can't speak for John Viato, but I know in talking to Mike Saipot, if he never hears the words "born power index" again, well, listen, I, you know, <laughs> he won't really because they've they've already converted to the uh, SI. Yeah. And then you get your OSI uh, once you start playing some people. Um, and I think they did a great job with it. I've said on my uh, on my radio show, I said, you know, they they really they listened at least they kind of did it in a vacuum the first time yep. and it didn't go well so yep. this time they listened to everybody they listened to me they listened to dan vivino of westwood uh they listened to other people yep. talking about it and uh i think i think they did a good job you know will you get some of their results the same as last year maybe a little bit because don't forget, you still have multipliers. Yeah. You still get a multiplier for playing St. Joe's, which I think is a bunch of junk. <laughs> That's a whole different... Nobody should be getting a multiplier for playing St. Joe's, but then there are other people, and Ben LaSalle, the AD at Colonia, will tell you, well, they take our kids. Why shouldn't I get a multiplier? North Brunswick plays St. Joe's so maybe. next week, so that's another... So maybe. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I just... I think... You're gonna get. You're gonna have some issues this year. Look, you're gonna have some issues every year. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have some issues this year. Um, but, and you can always tweak the formula. But I think the key point of this is that even though North Brunswick's strength index number is going to be based on how well they did against the expected result, they're calling it now. There are but se- it was 71 the to start the year. Okay, 71. So as they win by more and more points, that number is going to go up. Right. But that's not what they're being graded on, and that's the key point. Well, you are being graded on who you beat. Well, the PowerPoints are still the same. The PowerPoints are still the same. Yeah. But on this OSI, so if you're starting at 71 and you're playing South Brunswick, and let's just, I, I don't know their number off the top of my head. 69. 69, okay. So here's the deal. If you, uh, it's the difference is two. Yeah. Okay. So... If you beat that by 10, if you win by 12, okay, yeah, uh, you win by 12. It's I gonna actually be 70, know it this year. It's going to be 72 and 68. Yeah. And you're going to get a 68 for beating them, and they're going to get a 36, half a 72 for losing to you. Mm. If you go and beat them by 22, they're going to be down to a 67, and you're going to get 67. Yeah. So you don't want to beat them by a lot because you're going to drive their number down, and you don't want other teams to beat them by a lot because it's going to drive their number down. And you're going to get less. And if their number goes down the rest of the year, you're going to get less as well. Right. So it's not now. Now you're not worried about running up the score. You want to win a little closer. Now nobody is going to want to win by seven points. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mike's not out here going rough by seven. Call off the dog. No, absolutely not. But maybe he'll do that at 21 with 10 minutes or five minutes to go. And not only that, but maybe he's not worried about keeping his starters out there so it doesn't fall to 14. I think he would consider pulling his starters. But you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, that's. But last year you couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. You remember the East Brunswick example oh, of what yes. happened, okay? Yeah. You couldn't do that. You had to go for. He had to go for 35. Corbin, yeah. those were the rules. Yeah, yeah. No, those I agree. Those were the rules. I agree. And coaches the were. The rules said, and 
The thing was, they told us that wasn't the case. Yeah. But then we found out it was. And as you know, the coaches so, felt some kind of way. And, and you know, the Perth Amboy and East Brunswick Oh, I kept telling them. I was telling them all season. Yeah. You got to win by more points. That's how it works. Yeah. So, yeah. and they said, well, we got to blow out rule of 35. Yeah, but you got to look at the team that's up by 28. Puts its starters back in at the end of the game to make sure it's not a 21-point deficit. How's that good for football? And that was the how, last game before playoffs, but, East Brunswick. Right, but how's that good for football? Even yeah. just putting your starters in at the end to make sure it doesn't get down from 28 to 21. Yeah. Here's the reason Piscataway is so damn good every year. Uh-huh. Is because they score 35 points in the first half, and then they get their second and third and fourth team out in the second half. Yeah. And those guys play varsity now against maybe the first or second team from J.P. Stevens. Yeah. And that's how they get so good. Yeah. Well, so, hey, it, you know, that's what will help football is getting those guys in the game. I'm getting work. I'm getting worked up already. Holy <laughs> yeah, save cow! Your, save yourself. Yeah, pace myself. <laughs> save yourself. I'm gonna be on the air at six, <laughs> live, and then we have the game uh, Sunday morning. It'll be on at eleven, and eventually it'll be on the website as well. Yeah. So yes, after yeah. you after oh, you uh, after you put up with me for two and a half hours, listen to Mike on Sunday. Do you have some uh, Valium or something? <laughs> I don't know if they have any Valium. Slide one in one of those burgers. <laughs> Can I grab a burger before I go back to my soggy I trunk? I would think maybe? so. I would just ask this gentleman right here. I would is think this, so. Is this gentleman? Yeah, is this gentleman right you here. A burger? Can you a cheeseburger? <laughs> uh, cheeseburger with a little ketchup. Little ketchup. Uh, there you oh, go. look at that. So there you go. <laughs> so you're Mike Holy Fabrichko. Cow. You, you know. You, wow, that's awesome. Yes, asking you, you shall I see. got a heck of a commissary here, my friend. <laughs> this, is, this is great. I wish I could take the credit for it, but uh, not really. <laughs> I had no idea this was back here, though, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Like I told you, they redid the, the tennis courts were over there. But was this all, was this uh, like, what was this before this? Was uh, nothing here? Trees, field? Um, it was basically grass. A lot, okay. Bit, yeah, a lot of grass and rocks. I mean, I remember I, you and I were talking. I remember Carnivale Italiano used to be. I mean, you know, 10, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. back along by the high school, kind of on the other side of that ball field. So, yep. but I'd never. I mean, this wasn't here. So yeah, was, yeah. Uh, so this was see, just. I could fit Carnivale. Yeah, this was just done in fireworks. recent years. The playground over Thank there. Thank you, the, sir. The, the basketball oh, my courts. Goodness, look at this. Oh yeah, the, this is great. No, I'm good with a drink. I got some. I got some water <laughs> Thank in the you. Car. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you very it. much. Yeah. Um, What's his name? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gotta give him. This is what's punchy when you don't eat yeah. all more all day. You just get really punchy. Yeah, I'm I, really excited. I'm really excited to be doing a game. On opening weekend. I don't care if it's live, tape delay, same, same, same here. hologram or whatever. Same here. Same it's, here. It, I mean, it's so much fun. I enjoy, you know, last couple of years I was going to more games early in the year. But yeah. now it's like this is uh, – and, and I'm not going to be sweating either. Yeah. Well, no, unless, <laughs> unless – I'm running up and down the bleachers. I forgot this. I got that. And I'm like dripping. Unless they turn on the heat in the press box, which I don't see happening. Is it heated? Well, they do have yeah. They have a little, little uh, space heater. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I don't. I don't think it's going to be on. Though. It'll be warm, Corbin. The three of us are going to be in that one little booth. <laughs> Me, yes. you, and Max, man. Yeah, and uh, in our in our public address. Um, but Mike Pavlichko, I'm going to let you eat your burger oh, thank and you. get you ready. I got to go get my equipment. Yes, up you do. Yes, you, you do. You're you're all set. You carry. You travel light though. I try. You have like a I, mixer. I, I, I try. We're yeah. the ones who we're like the human amoebas. We spread out <laughs> and everything. I was you years it's, ago when w, yeah. you know WGHT. We had yeah. this board the size yeah, of about half the size of the it's table. Like a Buick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and it took and some two of those of us. press boxes are small. Yeah. Yeah, it took two of us to carry it, and it was just so I've been there. But thanks but, for having me on, man. Hey, I mate, really thanks appreciate for coming. It. Yep. Thanks for the grub. Yeah. But is this what is this the touchdown club or something? Well, 
Adam's AC. AC. Okay, yeah, very North, cool. North Brunswick Adam's AC. Yep. All right. Uh, so very cool. Give him a shout out. It's get him. Yeah. Well, North, heck, get, get my headphones off. Get this guy on. Well, Don't tell him what. <laughs> well, well, I just say, I just he say, just cooks. North Brunswick's in. <laughs> well, let's see. North, North. Oh, Richie uh, Zangara. Here. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. That's a good burger, man. Okay. You do nice but, job. But North North Brunswick Indians, uh, Adams AC, the Pop Warner and Cheer, they're our newest sponsor, my newest sponsors this year. So uh, glad to have them aboard. North Brunswick Indians. Yeah. Adams the, AC. Adams AC. Yep. They're the Pop Warner organization here. Football and basketball. Football and basketball. And uh, so. I'll make mention of it on the radio broadcast as well. Give them uh, a little applause. Uh, very good. Very good. All right. So Mike, Robert, I appreciate, a lot, man. Hey, I appreciate you got it. it. All right. No problem. Mike Pavlitsko, uh WCTC Central Jersey, 1450. He's going to eat his burger, and then he's going to head over to the field where I'm going in just a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, but, um, but yeah, so you heard there, you know, North Brunswick and South Brunswick, and again, you know, the, the Vikings have the upper hand in terms of winning the last eight meetings, but uh, North Brunswick favored in this. I know coaches don't like to talk about point spreads and all of that, so we'll say that the uh, the expected outcome is North Brunswick by two. Uh, you know, with the with the opponent strength index, as as Mike talked about before. So we're gonna break, and when we come back, I'll have a clip from uh, South Brunswick head coach John Beato and also Miles Bailey on the other side of the break. This is our tailgate show on the King James Radio Network. Special thanks goes out to the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association for another year of teaming with the King James Radio Network for our North Brunswick Raiders football coverage. Visit the NBBSA at nbbsa.com where you can find upcoming events, registration information, and some of the on-field accomplishments of the many youth baseball teams that represent North Brunswick, New Jersey. As always, thanks to NBBSA President Dave Rosenberg and Vice President Dave Kugler. Be sure and pay them a visit at NBBSA.com. That's the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association. Route 1 Dental, located at 2229 Route 1 South in North Brunswick, New Jersey, offers a variety of treatments for whatever fits you best. Stop by and ask about Glow Whitening, which is designed to whiten your teeth by up to eight shades from its original state. Route 1 Dental also offers Invisalign, the alternative to getting braces to help that smile stay straight. Botox cosmetic treatments are also available. Call 732-940-0222 to schedule a consultation or an appointment. Or you can visit rt1dental.com. That's rt1dental.com. And talk to Dr. Trackman and Route 1 Dental in North Brunswick, New Jersey. North Brunswick Lady Raiders Volleyball serves up its sixth season on the King James Radio Network with head coach Kim Lynch now in her fourth season as the roster turns over with new players, a new assistant coach, and a schedule that pits the Lady Raiders against competition both in and outside of the Greater Middlesex Conference. We will have the call of selected games right here at jamesiskang.com. 
Be on the lookout for North Brunswick Lady Raiders Volleyball. Yeah, it's going to be a while before we have Lady Raiders Volleyball again. We did their opener on uh, Tuesday against Cranford, but they don't. They were supposed to be at home tomorrow against J.P. Stevens, but that game has been moved now to J.P. Stevens over in North Edison. So we're going to see. We're not going to see the. And they're playing their next five matches on the road, so we're not going to see the Lady Raiders for a while until like September 18th. But anyway, we're back here on our tailgate show. Uh, we're on the tail end of our tailgate show. We had our, our long segment there with Mike Pavlichko of WCTC and uh, talk to him about tonight's game, North Brunswick and South Brunswick. So uh, without any further ado, I want to get to – actually, I want to get to John Viato. I'll do Viato first. Uh, this was an interview that he did with Marcus Borden, uh, who covers the Greater Middlesex Conference, the Middlesex County area, some Union County too, for MyCentralJersey.com. He did his annual camp caravan uh, throughout the summer, throughout the month of August, and – he caught up with South Brunswick a couple of weeks ago and talked to John Beato. And so here is a, a couple of excerpts from that conversation uh, with John Beato, just uh, him talking about the season and about tonight's game. You come, you come into, into a, a program, program that's had a tremendous amount of success over the years, and um, you're going to change the offense around, which is... Yep. Uh, moving I, you from know, the I, I, spread. I, I sort of figured that might happen. Uh, talk to me about how that's been going in preseason. Uh, the kids have bought in 100%. Um, they've been busting their tails all offseason. Our offensive staff has done a tremendous job since the first day in June, getting everything installed. Um, the whole playbook's in, all the packages are in, the formations, everything. So the kids have really been impressive. You know, they show that they have a, a drive to want to win a championship, and they definitely, you know, have proven that all summer long. We got a quarterback back, and that makes that easy. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I know uh, Gage has had. Uh, you know, uh, a nice arm over the years. He's, you know, he's run the football. Now he's got a chance to showcase himself here uh, in the new offense. So now, you know, after you get done with this, you got some time to get yourself ready for opening day rivalry weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, North Brunswick, that's going to be one heck of a football game. Uh, I, you tell me about that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, you obviously know that's where I'm coming from before. Uh, so definitely has a special meaning for me. That special meaning for me as, a, as an athlete here, too. Um, that was always our Thanksgiving Day game, and all those games were kind of slowly getting eliminated. So it's great to have a chance to play your rivals. Uh, our kids are fired up for it. I'm sure their kids are, too. So it's going to be a great game September 6th. Senior year. There we go. Uh, now I hit the right button. Uh, it's first game for me, too, so I finally hit the right button. But there you hear from John Viato, head coach of South Brunswick, about uh, him anticipate the anticipation of you know tonight's game as he was talking with Marcus Borden there from MyCentralJersey.com. Uh, so you know with that, now I'm going to transition over to Miles Bailey. Well, first I'm going to take a short break. I'm going to take a short break, and then when we come back, uh, you will hear from Miles Bailey on the other side. This is our Raiders Live Tailgate Show on the King James Radio Network. The newest member of the King James Radio Network is the North Brunswick Indians and Adams Athletic Club, where the Pop Warner stars of tomorrow are being brought up to know the true meaning of North Brunswick Raider football and being bred to be future champions of the gridiron. For more information, go to NorthBrunswickIndians.com or find North Brunswick Adams AC Indians on Facebook. North Brunswick Indians Pop Warner and Cheer. Indians today, Raiders tomorrow. All right, so now we come back, and I'll play my clip with Miles Bailey, of course, star running back 
You know, Miles looking to get to 5,000 yards this year in a Raiders uniform. Not, I mean, 5,000 career yards. Not 5,000 yards this year, but 5,000 career yards uh, with the Raiders. If he can do it, he's about eh, roughly 1,500 yards and change away from doing that. So, without any further ado, uh, from one month ago at National Night Out, August 6th to be exact, exactly one month ago, here's my conversation with the one and the only Miles Bailey. Senior year, uh, take me back to last year. I want to go back to last year a little bit. And um, last year, you guys, of course, had that tremendous run. You, you started the year at 1-1, one and one, and then you won nine straight games uh, to get to 10-1, and one, make it to the sectional championship game against Sayreville uh, before losing 6 to nothing. And um, just take me through that nine-game winning streak that you guys went on and, and everything that you guys went through. Take me through that and, and what that was like. Um, that was amazing i mean we had the chemistry we had the confidence and we just kept balling out as a whole we just kept going and going and we had no doubts and and then came Sarahville, they just had the upper hand you know they finished the job and we didn't get to finish and now this year is an opportunity for us to finish do you feel like in that game you guys left it all out there everything you had yeah i mean the uh the seniors last year left it all on the, on the, uh all on the field i i say that I mean, now this year we're going to get it for them. That's how I see it. You, you know, now, you know, Christopher Trillo, your quarterback, he goes to Southern New Hampshire now to play baseball. So now you got a new quarterback, uh, Rami Berberina. Yep. Do you feel like you guys are already on the same page, or do you feel like you guys need to work some things oh, out? Oh, we're already on the same page. That's been my boy since we was in elementary school. And him giving me the ball is nothing, nothing new. He's just like backyard football all over again. In the offseason, you know, what's your – I guess what's your your schedule like a little bit? You know, do you do you spend a lot of time uh, uh, in the weight room? Do you spend a lot of time on the field? What's it like in the off season? Um, we kind of do it equally. You know, we do the weight room first, and we come out on the field, and we just work hard. Um, now that you you know, and I'll get to your college stuff in a minute, but you know, when you when you broke the the rushing yards record, you know, last year. Did it, was it, was it, you know, and you did it on a touchdown. So was it something that you thought about a lot? You know, obviously you want to win games. That's the number one priority. But is, is it something you, you, that you gave a lot of thought to? Maybe you just wanted to get it over with? Uh, honestly, I made a bet with Coach Brown. I was like, I'll wear your number and break your record. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. <laughs> so that's all it really was. <laughs> Offensive coordinator Pushon Brown, uh, who was a running back for the Raiders himself. Um in terms of, you know, your your college process, uh, I didn't mention Miles is, you know, he had 11 different, 11 uh, Division One offers uh, to play football. And so he's trying to sift through that and, and make a decision. What, uh, you know, what's that been like? Uh, just, you know, did you expect that many? Did you expect one? What, what was the expectation going in? Uh, honestly, I just expected a college, just any college to come through. I mean, a free education is a dream come true, you know? And then 11 offers just even better. And that only mean I just got to stop from there and I'm comfortable. I mean, I'm going to keep going, balling out my senior year, so I can probably get an even better offer. Central Michigan, Northern Illinois, Old Dominion, Virginia Tech, Elon, Toledo. I had to write these down. Kent State, Boston College, Syracuse, UMass, and Minnesota. And you narrowed it down to five. I was reading your, your NJ.com article. You narrowed it down to five. Now, you just mentioned a second ago, you, you were a senior year, you want to work towards maybe even getting more offers. So it sounds like you're not, you're, you're not, you know, really – 
you, you want to try to, I guess, up the ante, if you will. You're, yeah. not, you're but, not looking to make a decision yeah, right now. Yeah, right now, I have an open mind right now. I don't, right now, I'm just going through the school, seeing how I feel about it, the vibes, just doing my research about the coaches. Like, it's not really like a, a set uh, college yet. Okay. Yeah. And um, do you feel like geography plays – because most of the schools that you're that are interested in you are on the East Coast. Uh, do you feel like geography uh, plays a role here? Uh, I mean, I want to get out of Jersey, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're, not the, you're not the first. You won't be the last. Yeah, I just, I just want to get out of Jersey. Now, I mean, I know it's probably like up north and stuff, but I don't mind taking a trip, you know. And, you know, if there's a – you mentioned – if there's a school on your that's maybe not on the list that maybe wants to talk to you, you're open to that. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, you said a school that I, I want to talk to that I'm not open to. It? No, no, the, the, like the school, not like not on the 11 school. Oh, okay. Like so, any other school out there. I that, mean, I would love to go to Michigan or Penn State. That's just been my dream ever since I was a kid. Just wearing, going like this with my hands, like Jabril Peppers and all that. That's, that's been a dream for me. I just want to accomplish that dream, you know. That's why I just want to break these records and just go out, have a ring with my team, and just celebrate and just live large. <laughs> what would be that one factor but for either Michigan or Penn State? <laughs> yeah, kiss the microphone there. Um, what would be that, that one factor in either you, – you, I don't want to just narrow it down to Michigan or Penn State, but uh, what would be that one factor for any school that puts it over the top for you? Mm, one factor. I mean – because they're all offering you, you know, free college. So that, yeah. So what's that one thing that's going to put it over the top for you? I mean, if I'm really loving the school, like, if the location is great, I'm not too far from my family, just everything's just fight, fill out perfectly, I would definitely consider it, no doubt. And um, I'm assuming that in all the schools you talk to, they want you to play running back? Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, some, do, some schools want safety, like Minnesota, Boston College, but mainly just running back. Okay. And... Um, I know that, you know, you probably maybe towards the end of this year, well, maybe toward, maybe even, uh, you know, next year before senior year. I mean, you've got time, I mean, that this is senior year. But next year um, before the end of senior year, you, you still got plenty of time to make your decision. So is this something that, you know, you and your dad, you know, is he kind of like your your, uh, your your consultant or your agent, or is, or is it pretty much a one-man show? No, nah, I got everybody on my back. I got my dad, my mom, my coaches. I mean, like, it's like every day I, get, I find a new advice on how to deal with the colleges. Again, talking with Miles Bailey about uh, football and uh, college football in this case, and and uh, you know where Miles might end up. Uh, but it sounds like it sounds like the guys in the lead are, are, are Michigan and Penn State. Not that it's over, but it sounds like Michigan and Penn State uh, are, are in the lead at least. Um, as far as senior year, now I'll get to senior year. You mentioned going all out senior year. Is this you know championship or bust? Oh no! This is this is our year. This is definitely our year. We have 26 returning seniors. Half of them already got uh, varsity experience. It's like, what can we do? We gotta just like fix the little things, and the little things is gonna take us all the way. And what do you think? Um, what do you think? You'll you'll excuse my son here. He's gonna take a few pictures. But uh, um, what do you think? You know. And I don't want to base it on one game. I don't want to base it on last year, last year's game against Sayreville. But what do you think that one missing ingredient was? Finish. That was the missing ingredient. Finish. Finish. And that's that's what coach is trying to praise now in practice. When we practice, he wants us to do 100%, not going through the motions. He wants us to finish the practice. Okay. And um, 
Is there a team? Uh, it could be Sayreville. It could be uh, it could be Piscataway. Is there a team that's you know circled on the calendar? South Brunswick. South Brunswick. All right. Always been. Our chant is how are we gonna beat South Brunswick. We just worry about that first game, especially yeah. since Viado left. So that's gonna be some different. John Viado, who is a, who is a coach with the Raiders under Mike Slypot, he is now the new head coach at South Brunswick. So uh, he know. Do you worry that you know he knows what you're gonna do before you? Oh, do it? I'm not worried at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually worried for him if his players can stop us. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Uh, you know, aside from aside from Rami, um, you know, you got Dobby Hicks comes in, transfer from New Brunswick. Uh, you, you know, Asar Napier, right? I believe he yeah. comes back. Yep. Um, you got uh, Terrell Pereira. Um, you, you, so you got you got some guys coming back. Not everybody left. You got some guys coming back, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. You got 26 guys that are coming back as seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have enough there to where, you know, it's kind of like in a classroom where you don't want to kind of have to go back and go over old material that you already learned. Do you mm-hmm. feel like everybody's you know, up to speed to pick up where they left off last year? I mean, the linemen got it down straight. I mean, we got a new linemen coach. Now they they, they doing their thing. It's just the, the skill players. Cause we got new plays, new formations, and it's like we can't – I mean, we still put in the stuff we had last year, but it just still – we just, like, switch it up a bit. Okay. Yeah. And a couple more here for, for Miles Bailey. Um – what do you expect from yourself? You know, you like I said, you got the rushing yards record. You, you're almost at the touchdown record. What do you expect from yourself this year? Uh, I expect me to run even harder. Because people, colleges I was talking about, they were saying how, like, I don't run with power. I mean, I, I'll run people, I juke people, but they want to see me run someone over, step over their chest. They want to see that. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to give them a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen, you know, you run over some guys. I've seen, you know, yeah, you know, yeah I've watched them. You know, if, I'm sure you've watched your own film. You, you used to run over some guys. Do you feel like that power is is there now that, you know, I remember uh, before sophomore year, you, you put on a little weight. Um, so do you feel like you got that power now? Oh, I feel like I got beyond power. I feel like Hercules. <laughs> I feel like I be, in the, I be in the weight room all the time. Even off the, even off the uh, weight room, I be in the gym. Or I just work out at home. It's like it's a grind don't stop. Now, I know this is the what they call the blackout period where you're not really doing anything uh, football-wise with the team. Mm-hmm. So do you just uh, do stuff on your own or, or just mostly weight room? Uh, right now, Coach has scheduled weight room from 4 to 6, like normal time, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I, was, I just came from there, actually. And then after Coach Byron comes out, and just makes us run, 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 run. And then, boom, that's 15 minutes of running, and then that's it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Your, your Coach Raheem Byron. Yeah. Um. And uh, so you feel like, you know, uh, September 6th, you're ready. The, the lights go on. There's no stopping you. Oh, I feel beyond ready. I'm ready. I know my team ready to back me up, too. Now, you say South Brunswick is the, is the game you got circled. Is it, is it because it's game one or is it because it's South Brunswick? Because it's South Brunswick. We need that trophy back. Yeah. When did we ever had a trophy placed on that shelf? 2009 was the last exactly. time. Exactly. We need to get that back. <laughs> we need to get that back. Yep, ten years ago. So, uh, so that's what Miles Bailey and the Raiders will look to do this year uh, and uh, get that get that Mike Elko Trophy back into the hallways of MBTHS. Um, my last question, and I'll, I'll let you go. What um, do you feel like you've had that signature moment yet? Do you feel like you've had that that highlight reel moment that you're going to remember for the rest of your life? Yeah, I feel like I feel like everywhere I go, it just hey, it's Miles Bailey, it's this and that. I'm like, wow, like they know me. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's nice for now. Well, I mean, on the field though, do you have that one play or that one game that you feel like you you're gonna remember for the rest of your life? Oh, that that Edison game. 
the playoff, that, the playoff game? Yeah. Oh, well, I took it back for the touchdown from the end and the interception. Those are two main things I always remember. Yes. So those are game changers. I was going to remember how I changed the game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you guys won that game and, and, and made it to, of course, the championship game. And again, Miles Bailey uh, joining us here at National Night Out on our anniversary show. And so I want to thank you for, for coming by here. Of course, I'll, I'll see you guys in September. And uh, good luck. And listen, um, you know, I, I, I've seen you got your freshman year when you guys won like two games mm-hmm. or won two games. And now to get to where it is now, do you do you have to pinch yourself? You know, just to, to how successful the team has been. Yes, cause it's just wow. From starting from where I didn't even barely touch the ball to like now, now we just winning. It's just like wow. This is it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, well, go 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 get South Brunswick and uh, of course. you know, of course, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll, I'll see you before then. And uh, good luck to you guys. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, no problem. Yep, there you hear from the one and only Miles Bailey about the upcoming season, which starts in just a, you know, a little bit under, I guess, about an hour and a half now almost. North Brunswick and South Brunswick, which means I have to go. I have to get over to Steve Libro Field and get to the press box and set up for our Raiders Live pregame coming up at 6.30. And hopefully, I apologize for, for those of you guys that were listening that you, I ran into some cutouts, which unfortunately, with the weather the way it is, that's part of the deal of what happens when I, you know, try to stream everything. Is you know, I get these uh, cutouts from time to time. Hopefully, we won't have that during the game tonight because I'll be in a different area. I'll be in the, in the press box. I'll be a, a lot higher up and such, as opposed to here where I'm on ground level and things like that. So hopefully, that'll make a difference. But in the meantime. Thank you guys for listening in. My thanks to Mike Pavlichko for stopping by from WCTC. Uh, he stopped by a little bit earlier. Of course, you can go back and listen to that. Hopefully, I have to go back and check it out. But you can go back and listen to that. One way or the other, you'll get to go back and listen to that. Um, my thanks to, again, the North Brunswick, uh, Adams, North Brunswick Indians, the Adams AC, the Adams, Adams Athletic Club, North Brunswick Indians, Pop Warner and Cheer. My thanks to them. My thanks to uh, Scott Glassman over here. My thanks to all the guys uh, that you know work in the area here. Uh, very much appreciated for setting me up here. So I will, ca- I will catch you guys in about an hour, 6.30, from Steve Libro Field over at the high school, uh, not too far from here. So from Veterans Park in North Brunswick, New Jersey, this is Corbett Thompson saying goodbye, Godspeed. We thank you for listening to our tailgate show on the King James Radio Network. We will talk to you at 6.30 with our Raiders Live pregame from Steve Libro Field. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.